and welcome this is australian transformers weekly we're bringing you transformers news from around the world and we're going to talk about it as it relates to us personally as australian citizens um yeah it's 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 going to be a it's going to be a night of introspection and uh frivolity actually like it's it's really not going to be that serious um i don't i don't know why i went there with the intro but that's okay this is episode 226 we are recording live on friday february 5th 2021 just as a reminder 2020 did win uh this week we will be talking about a bunch of sought after reissues and re-releases that have uh, come out in the last week or two a shiny new generation select figure that's gone official and an update on the chaos bringer himself because that's the one we're all waiting for, right? All that and more is coming up on this week's episode of Australian Transformers Weekly. Thank you for joining us. Uh, I'm Jason. Joining me this week, we have Bradley to Bradley coming to us live from Perth, uh, where I think how how far behind us are you? You're about two hours behind, or is it three hours behind? Three hours, six thirty nine p.m. Three hours and five years behind us, uh, over over in the west of the west of the country, <laughs> there. Uh, and coming to us from an undisclosed location, literally somewhere in Sydney. Uh, we have Tony <laughs> joining us as well. Tony, how are you doing this week? And Bradley, evening, how are you everybody. doing as well? I'm, so, Good I'm sorry for I'm sorry for not properly introducing you there, Bradley, as well. But um, do, do right. let us know. Do let us know anyway. how you're going as well. <laughs> you must I'm be used to that right. by now, though, Bradley. Right after the, this many podcasts with Jace, you know, you must be used to uh, not having the intro. No, yeah. I, no, because usually I do the intro. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair usually <laughs> I do. Usually I do the intro without messing it up. Yeah, um, usually but... he's courteous. Yeah, so I'm usually I'm courteous. Sometimes I'm considerate, and sometimes I just don't give a shit. <laughs> That's okay. Um, so yeah, how how are you doing, gentlemen? It's it's very unusual that it's been a week since uh, it's it's been a week since Tony and I spoke last. Bradley, it's been a couple of weeks since we had you on. Uh, what has been happening? Uh, not a much, not much Transformers wise. Uh, just hospital appointments and doctors and such. So. Yeah. I can I can unfortunately relate. Mm. Yes, uh, Tony, how how are your how have your hospital appointments gone this week? <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, they've been very barren. <laughs> Jeez, that I've sounds like a problem plan. you should see a doctor about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, fortunately, I've been uh, I've been pretty pretty good like that. But um, uh, yeah, it's weird to be the only member on this podcast that hasn't had uh, medical reco- uh, treatment required. Yeah. <laughs> It's um, look, just enjoy it, enjoy it while it lasts. <laughs> um, I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying, like you never know, you never know when that bus is going to hit you. But yeah, mm. <laughs> true, true. Or, or you never know when, you never know when that Optimus Prime is going to hit you like a thrust. But yeah, <laughs> or that one that Max had in last week's podcast. Wow, I mean, if that actually fell off a shelf and onto your head, it, that could do some damage. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Look the. Let's be let's be honest. There's a reason Hasbro doesn't use very much diecast in figures, right? Yeah. <laughs> they don't want the lawsuits. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Well, I mean, like, I mean, speaking seriously, figures need to need to be able to um, need to be able to survive a drop test, and 
if your figure is made of die-cast metal and it drops, it's probably not going to survive you the drop test. You won't survive the drop test. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I, I, I definitely don't survive a drop test. Um, I've, I've been actually... Do you know what I've been... Do you know what I've actually really enjoyed this week as an absolute guilty pleasure, speaking of drop tests and, and surviving things? It's uh, Channel 7's new show, Holy Moly. Oh, oh, I haven't God. I haven't checked that out yet. Is it in the good? Good, good Lord, it's fun. Yeah. It's a, so, okay. so it's a massive mini golf course, right? Yep. Yep. So, so it, it's you know when you know when you're a kid and you go and play mini golf and like you realize that it's just a bit of corrugated iron stuck up somewhere and painted red and yeah, you know, yeah. it's all done on the cheap. And but in your in your head, the idea of a mini golf course is sort of like you see in a video game where it's like these massive things and they're brightly colored. That's what Holy Moly is. Okay. And it's fantastic because it's like they've 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 really put the money into constructing all of these um all of these golf holes, and uh it's it's fun. And then once once the people take their shot, they inevitably go on a on an obstacle course that usually sees them get knocked into the drink, take a take a dive, uh, and have to survive a drop test. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so yeah, I. I I, I, I like it. Um, I also appreciate that they actually brought Rob Riggle over from the US to host it. He's, yes, he's the host yes. of it in the US. Um, yep, he was one and, of the best parts of the, uh, the of the first Hangover movie when he was the cop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when and, they had the I cop mean, cast on. I mean, I'm I'm familiar with Rob from like his days as a Daily Show correspondent. So uh, uh, he's been on my radar for some time. I find it, I find him very genuinely funny and. Um, I, I really enjoy the commentary on Holy Moly, even though like it's really it's really set up and forced, but it is still funny. Yeah. So and yeah, that's been, Matt, that's been my guilty pleasure. How's Matt Shervington been as a host on that show? Uh, he's he uh, he and Rig, he and Riggle uh, sort of they share the screen and yep. they're doing all right. They're doing they're doing yeah. right. they're, doing, they're doing fine. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, um, always got the well, sense that anyway, he'll be a bit flat. Mm. So he's been doing TV hosting for a while, so he's not too bad. Okay. Um, right. But yeah. Uh, so anyway, welcome to welcome to TV reviews with Jason. Um, <laughs> coming coming up next, uh, coming, I think next week we'll be talking about The Bachelor. Um, and uh, yeah, hopefully, uh, no, I won't hope, be on next week's show. Then. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully not. Followed by <laughs> Sex in the City. <laughs> oh, no, actually, look, since we've gone there, can I just say I'm actually really looking forward to seeing um, Seven's new show, which I think I think Holy Moly's only going to be on for like a month. Um, yep. But Seven's new show that they're going to bring out after that, Ultimate Tag. No. Now, have you ever watched Tag World Championships on YouTube? No. It sounds like that's a fabrication. It's not. No, no, it's not. Seriously. <laughs> go, on to, go on to YouTube. Don't do it right now. But okay. um, going and lo- looking at Tag tag Championships on YouTube, like what they... they and this is what they're doing for the show. Um, they pit two people against each other and they have an obstacle course. Yeah. And they run into the obstacle course and they, they've got things tied to them so that so the, the, the chaser needs to grab the grab the uh, ties off them and stuff. And it is it is just amazing. Like you get people who are really good at parkour and they'll leap <laughs> over obstacles and like the, the, the thing is just don't get caught and someone someone yeah, it's it's really astonishing the amount of uh, the amount of athleticism and stuff that goes into it. So I'm actually really looking forward to checking that out. Okay, and so, so yeah, when you so get caught, is it like a catch and kiss type situation that you know whoever catches you gets to go to pash? No, that that's that's a very different version of Ultimate Tag. That um, <laughs> the adults believe, only version. Yeah, I believe I believe you can. I believe that one streams exclusively on RedTube. <laughs> I'm not sure <laughs> or OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, I, yeah, yeah, indeed. Uh, that's enough. That's enough porn site references for us in this <laughs> in the one podcast. I think. Yeah. Um, shall we talk about some Transformers? Yes, please. We've we've wasted yes. we've wasted eight minutes of time so far. So I'm just featuring Brad already with the waffle uh, waffle alarm. <laughs> yeah, uh, look, Brad, Brad's Brad's actually probably sounded the waffle alarm several times throughout this as, as he's edited it. Um, so mm-hmm. for that, we do apologize. But uh, we are going to talk about some Transformers. We're going to talk about some very, very sought-after Transformers. I will bring the share the screen share in for the new, 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 new news. We're going to move swiftly on and get to the news. Straight into news. That's very news. That will take us into some news. What news comes from by yonder? Look at that! Look at those transformers. It's three transformers yeah. from two years ago that everyone wants. <laughs> and I, mm, and they I, look and good, I, don't they? No, they don't. I don't think they look like, good. I didn't buy them two years ago because I don't think they look good. <laughs> yeah. I'm so going to have to respectfully disagree with the group on this one. Please, right, well, hang, hang, just hang on a second. So the news is that suddenly we're getting a bunch of reissues that we never really expected would um, we never expected would, would actually be coming <laughs> in. Yeah. Um, so, well, all wanted in, in, in that case. But there's definitely there's definitely a bit of uh, a bit of stuff going on around the, the reissues at the moment. We had the Siege Rainmakers, Skywarp and Thundercracker pop up on Entertainment Earth a couple of weeks ago for their regular retail price instead of the eBay scalper price of like $200. Uh, they popped up for 65, 63, 65 US um, dollars. So we've dutifully purchased a shitload of them and uh, they're, they're winging their way to Australia now. Um, but not only, not only that, they've also turned up at local retailers and that was then followed this week by the Siege Rainmakers, which was previously, I believe it was either an Amazon exclusive or a Target exclusive set. In fact, I think it might have been a Target exclusive because I think... Yeah, I think it was Target. I think, I think it's all the Target exclusive sets that seem to be popping up now that that uh, exclusivity window seems to have expired. So uh, we were very excited about the Earthrise Seekers popping up and we were like, crossing our fingers, are the Rainmakers going to come back? Sure enough, the Rainmakers are here. They're about... I think they're 80, 85 US dollars for the set of three. Um... And uh, yeah, they are in fact, they are in fact showing up at uh, some. Uh, I don't know if this is going to work. Let's try this. They are going to show up. That that's not the right thing at all. But they are showing up at some local retailers as well. Uh, For nine ninety five. Wow, they've really lowered their standards. Goodness me, Bradley. There's a there's a final <laughs> price. There's a final price below it there. Um, so it's a it's a pre order deposit on Robo Toys of ten dollars. Uh, the final price is one hundred and fifty dollars extremely reasonable considering the price these go for they are three voyages they're worth about fifty dollars a piece um as you can see also uh the earthrise voyager uh voyager um seeker skywalk and thundercracker pack is also up at robo toys as well um it does it's also up at other places as well if you prefer to shop elsewhere you can certainly find those pre-orders um i've seen some come up at bulletproof villain uh and i think the seekers are also up at savia's toys as well um we are also seeing a, a, a slight spoiler came up just before in the stream. We're also seeing a, a, a reissue of Gigawatt. Uh, the Back to the Future collaborative is coming again later this year in September 2021. His initial release was around August, September 2020. But um, it seems like this guy's been selling well enough everywhere 
that uh, yeah, Hasbro's Hasbro's decided to reissue him. Um, it's coming out at a much much cheaper price, which makes me wonder if it's being repackaged like the uh, the Ghostbusters Afterlife Ecto One. Maybe he'll be in a maybe he'll be in a blister pack this time, or it might just be a straight up reissue and it's a cheap pre order price. So Big Bad Toy Store has it listed at thirty two US dollars, which is quite a discount. I think his original price was forty to fifty um, US dollars. And uh, yeah, if you, if you haven't if you haven't got Gigawatt, do, do you guys have Gigawatt? No, I, I don't. But uh, it's another great use of that. Oh, here we go. Bradley's yep. reaching for him. Nice. There we go. Yep. Nice. Now, Bradley, did that one have a limited edition number? Because I remember there was like 1,984 or 1,984 that were produced. Um, it does. It, I'll, I'll answer for you. It does not. Um, okay. The, the limited edition ones were sold out on Walmart uh, about midway through last year. And everything that we get internationally is just the regular retail release. Right. Well, that would explain the uh, this next bunch then, right? So that that difference between the forty to fifty dollars and the thirty two that they've got now, there's the the limited uh, edition version has sort of washed its way through the market, and now we're dealing with the, oh, no, no, the no, second none, run. We've got none of the limited edition ones. They all went. They, oh, they at all. all? Okay. They were okay. all purchased from Walmart, and okay. nobody asked. Hour, wasn't it? In less than five minutes. Wow. Um, and no, none of the releases that we've seen internationally have been those limited editions. They're all just general retail with no... Right. Like, right. they're not one of those um, 1984 editions. Got it. Got it. Um, I, I will say that this is a very uh, good use of the Sideswipe Siege mold. Oh, yeah. Is this fantastic. what it's based on? It looks really I, good. Yeah. I mean, look, part of it is based on the fact that Siege Sideswipe is probably the only figure that can do his looking at his, looking at his wrist pose. Yeah, um, that's true. I mean that's kind of a requirement for the figure, right? But yeah, um, I actually I actually did pick Gigawatt as one of my top five figures of last year. Um, mm. I, I I really liked I really liked him a lot, and um, yeah, no, he's he's pretty good. He's great. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's let's move on slightly. Um, we've also got uh, just uh, while we're talking about notable international re-releases. Uh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put us on a, a pretty picture for a little while. Not that one. I still can't no, believe well, you guys didn't like these rainmakers. Can't believe well, it. Well, do you know what? Okay, let's get back to the rainmakers. I'll tell you why I don't like them. There's no subtlety to their color schemes, right? They're sure. all blue. They're all yellow. They're all green. Yep. Whereas like um, Thundercracker has yes. blue parts and black parts and different shades of blue and, and shiny parts. These guys don't have any of that. Uh, they don't have any of that on them, and also, like if you look at the if you look at the, the the battle damage paint job, and you can see this very obviously on the yellow one and the green ones on the stream. Wait, I'm going to zoom them in, right? So I'm going to open that yep. image in a new tab, and I'm, gonna, I'm just going to plus 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 and zoom it in, right? Um, look at the look at the look at the battle damage paint jobs. They're identical. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they, these seekers have flown through the same, the exact same cloud of shit to get to our retail stores. I said that about them last year or something when we were talking about Starscream, Skywalker, and Thundercracker, and you said, "Yeah, it's just a repaint of the same mold." I know, but like these these guys are in the same box. <laughs> like it makes it it makes it so much more obvious when they're just they're all in the same box. Or if uh, you can suspend disbelief. There was nope. one. Uh, there was one seeker in the story 
There was one Seeker that sustained some battle damage, and then Megatron ordered that battle damage Seeker to be cloned several times in different colours, and that's why we have these guys. Yes, fair enough. Now, Just look, um, <laughs> I, I, we do have we do have a comment on the um. We do have a comment on the uh, on the live stream on the Facebook group. That I'm, I'm going to bring in, despite the fact that this person has not followed my instructions, uh, mainly because it's complimentary to me. Jason is 100% correct about the color scheme. It is just too much of the same color on them. And oh, it was commenting on it. Yeah, it's like I, right. I, <laughs> was that you? Yourself? No, you wrote it, Jason. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't me. I, I, I have to. So I've got two screens open, and I've got. The screen share, I've got the live stream and I've got the run sheet. I do not have enough screens in front of me to comment on the live stream as well. Yes, but you do have three hands, so you're able to type under the table whilst we're talking. <laughs> stop it. Stop. Don't, don't give away my secrets. Because anyway. I actually have, I have these guys uh, uh, that I bought um, last year. And then I have also bought Red Wing uh, on top of that, which may be a little more to your liking, Jace, if you're worried about the sameness of the color. Because there's a bit more sort of nuance and shade in the in the red wing, so I've got the seven siege seekers, and I do not regret it at all. I understand your point, but I must respectfully disagree. <laughs> they look good have, to me. They, do you have Do you have the eighth siege seeker in, as in Hotlink? No, I could not. Uh, I could not bring myself to buy that, only because it didn't look. I mean, I know it's based on the same. Wait, mold. wait, 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 wait. You've just gone. Yep. You've just gone to great lengths to forgive yes. the paint job on the Rainmakers. I have. I have. But you didn't buy Hotlink because it didn't look like what? It it didn't look like the others in the same way. I got the sense that uh, Hotlink was an afterthought for those people that couldn't afford the Siege Skywarp pack that was on Amazon. I feel like Hotlink was something that was designed to uh, satiate that that particular crowd. I, could, I couldn't get on board with it. It looked too close to Skywarp for me. He is he is very close to Skywarp. Um, yeah. But I, I think that's what made him popular with a lot of people who had, sure. like I said, missed out on the Phantom Strike set. Absolutely. Will the Phantom Strike set be up for re-release soon? I just put mine in storage. <laughs> <laughs> that was not the answer that I was looking for, Bradley. Um, <laughs> so, but, so Phantom Strike was exclusive to Amazon, right? Not Target? Yes. It was yeah, Amazon. So yeah. I don't I don't I'm I'm less confident about the Amazon exclusives coming up for reissue because I think I think the target ones seem to be time time limited. I'm also wondering whether or not the Walgreens exclusive Siege Ratchet might also come up for a reissue soon. That that would be cool for those who didn't who didn't get him when he was uh well, he was very he's extremely difficult to acquire, wasn't he? So, yeah, well he's on he's on Amazon now okay. though, Jace. He's on, he's on Amazon now, but it's a marketplace sale. Someone who purchased them from Walgreens and is selling them for a hundred dollars. True, good point. So like, so like, it's not, it's not like a, it's not regular stock. Yes. Um. So like, what I'm, what I'm really looking for is for them to show up at places like Entertainment Earth and Big Bad Toy Store at a, a sort of a regular retail price. Yeah. We shall see. Yes. Now, um, I did skip over. I, I, in all, in all our excitement, um, getting to, getting to the, uh, the Rainmakers. I'm just gonna. Close that tab, and now we're back here. And I've zoomed in too much, so I'm just gonna fix that. Little little bit of a little, little bit of making the sausage going on. Sorry about that. Uh, there's a couple of couple of uh, local stories to talk about. I'm just gonna ret return us to the three up layout because, like, I like it like this. I like I like this where it looks like Tony's listening very intently to us. Um, oh, so there are a couple a really of dirty 
No, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer to think of it more like an orchestra where I'm the conductor and you guys are mm. playing instruments and I'm, I'm directing well, you how to play. Uh, you're, you're an instrument. Object. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're a tool. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> All right. So some local release news um, that's come up in the last coming up in the last week. So we have finally seen the local release of Studio Series eighty six leader Grimlock and Wheelie. I don't have photos of it, um, but Tiny does. I do. There we go. There we go. You that like was, it? That was that was extremely well timed. <laughs> but I noticed, guys, if anyone uh, has the Grimlock, you can actually store his gun on the back. Mm. Simple Very but nice. effective. Very nice. I, I'm I'm looking forward to getting mine in the next week or so, hopefully. So, um, yeah, I, I've I've gone on the record before saying that I, like I don't really care much for Dinobots, but Grimlock's the exception. Like I will get Grimlock. Um, I don't know about the others, but we'll we'll see how we go. Um, so Studio Series eighty six Grimlock has been seen at Maya for eighty nine ninety nine, uh, so regular mm. retail price. And he is also available from EB Games and Zing, which uh, they've had pre-orders up for a while, but I think they're $99. So, hot tip, if, you, if, you, if you're really nice about it and you go into the store when you pick up your pre-order, see if they'll price match Maya. They, the worst that they can say is no. Uh, I mean, look, the worst they can say is no, get out of here and never come back again. But um, in, in most cases, the most likely thing that they'll say is no. Uh, but you never know. If if you're nice about it and you're polite, they might just go, "Yeah, cool. We'll price match that, and you might save yourself nine dollars off your pre-order." So see here. Very good go. suggestion. Um, besides that, uh, the Cyberverse Deluxes that we mentioned uh, we mentioned last week or the week before, uh, they had been spotted either in Big W or Target. I think it was Target. We only saw Soundwave and Starscream though. Prowl evaded us, but uh, Prowl has now been seen in the wild in Australia as well. They've been seen at Target so far, so they're $39, which is, I think, too much for what the Cyberverse Deluxes are. Um, I would wait for them to hit uh, Kmart and Big W and all the other places that uh, these guys come out because I think early last year when this range first came out, we thought that they were going to end up a bit rare and hard to find, but they've been sitting on store shelves all year, so I would uh, I would happily bide my time waiting for them. What's a fair price for them, Jase? I think I think they should be twenty nine. Like twenty nine. I, okay. I really don't understand. They've even got the same name as the the class that we we purchase in uh, in the regular retail line, as in deluxe. So, right. Why are they more expensive than regular deluxe figures, especially when they're really not as good? So this has always been the case with Cyberverse. Though it's always been, it's always been you know commanded a price premium for no real no really good reason. Oh, yeah. Interesting. That is my uh, that is my severe disappointment in uh, in Hasbro Australia's pricing. Let's move on to a little bit more a little bit more news. Uh, we are going to go. Oh, we had a spoiler for this one up earlier. We're looking at some new generation select figures. Uh, this guy has been rumored and has has been shown before, I think, on the podcast. But uh, we are looking at we're looking at a figure no, we're that not. is. No, we're not, because he's not on the screen share, is he? Good point. No. There we go. And I yeah, add that. Done. Um, so we are looking at... Two, we're looking at a, a, a dead dead barricade, a, be, a dead... Um, a dead con, I'm getting to that. It's, okay. a, it's a dead version of the Siege Datsuns. 
which we saw is Prowl, Barricade, and a few others. Now, this has this has got two names. Uh, there's one calls it Rusticon, as you mentioned, and that's what that's what um, the so these pictures are taken from Kremzik's review of the figure. He's acquired it. Uh, he's acquired it early as he tends to, and uh, yeah, so it's. it's it's got a very it's got a very detailed paint job um, going over it. So um, rather than just sort of having a spot of paint here and there, this seems to have seems to have an all over rusted uh, rusted paint job. Now he's called it Rusticon. There's also been there's also been a mention that this is a sparkless barricade. And I got to be honest, I do not remember this stuff happening in, in the Netflix Siege series, but everyone was like, oh yeah, no, that happened. Barricade got killed or something. I don't remember. Um, does anyone remember why we would have a sparkless barricade? <laughs> Maybe because Hasbro is obsessed with death. Then this follows on the heels of the dead this Optimus Prime from last year. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Well, so I, I, was, I, I was thinking about this, right? They... It, this could be the new thing, right? They can do a dead version of every character, just like you know, Marvel does Marvel Zombies every couple of years. Yeah, exactly. Um, DC has now started doing DC DC Zombies as well, um, although they did pinch the creative team from Marvel Zombies to do it or something. But um, and so yeah, maybe we're going to have Transformers Zombies now. So every character is going to get a sparkless version or some shit. But um, <laughs> I, I do I do think I do think this treatment as as in the sort of the rusty the rusty version of them is quite different to the the sort of the dead grayscale version that we've seen historically for the last few years. And I think that's because this guy is um, like he's found in the sea of rust or something where all the all the all the sparkless bots go or something. Um, but the paint job the paint job is impressive in his level of detail, but I'm just not sure that I actually need a uh, a rusted a rusted robot on my shelf. What what do you guys think? It'll be interesting to see two side by side to see if it is like a direct, the paint is a direct copy paste or if there are sort of variants. But yeah, I've, I've replaced all of my um, Siege Datsuns with their Earthrise counterparts. And not going to go it's backwards? A, no, it's a cool looking toy, but it's just, I don't know. I mean, yeah. there's still no official word as to who this is, is there? It's all just speculation, isn't it? Sparkless yeah. Barricade, Rusticon. Because um, I, I vaguely recall in, in the Siege cartoon, or it might have been Earthrise, um, there was some random sort of zombie-looking <laughs> Datsun bro in, in the back of a scene or something like that. You know how they often showed you images of uh, either deceased bots or all those that were severely injured like ratchet had some sort of like little mini hospital going i seem to recall something like this like that rusticon in, in the back but does it does it did it make that much of an impression on me that i need to go and buy this i'm probably not no yeah. <laughs> that's right so yeah. uh the one the one thing i will say like just Looking at looking at the we're looking at the bot uh, sorry the, the car mode the alt mode mm. photos right like it really does have all an all over paint job uh, they've mm. like they've they've really committed to this whole rust aspect of it but I just I just don't really feel the need to have a yeah. toy that looks like he was left outside in the rain too long I don't know no. although people would have said the same thing about Dead Optimus Prime wouldn't they no why do I need to relive my no. childhood trauma no. 
because no, because there's precedent for Dead Optimus, right? Because uh, they they sold MP4 Sleep Mode, it commanded a high price on the second mar- secondary market for years. <laughs> yeah, and so yeah. then they've started making they've started making Dead and Nemesis versions of Optimus Prime for years. So like, I'm there's definitely precedent. A, still waiting What's for that? a Ghost Starscream of the Earthrise Starscream mold. Speaking <laughs> oh, of death probably, and everything, that might happen this year. We'll see. So, yeah. Anyway, um, that's that's the that's the. I think we're saying that he's probably going to be Generation Select, or we have been. But I'm just thinking with the all over paint job, he might be more likely to be a Netflix. He might be a War for Cybertron figure. In fact, on here it does so. Um, T Formers, the uh, T Formers TFW's file name says War for Cybertron Siege Rusticon. Now, mm. I don't know where that is necessarily going to fit in on a toy line because Siege is done. But it mm. might be that they're sort of mistaking that for the Netflix just War for Cybertron range. So, uh, we'll see. Obviously, it's a Siege figure, but yeah. Let's see, the, what, um, let's see what happens. The mute green, that's like the undercolor. For some reason to me, it just looks like a bar of soap. <laughs> <laughs> he, lo- he looks a lot cleaner from underneath, doesn't he? And I bet you he <laughs> yeah. smells awesome. Can I just point out, he's also, mistra- he's also mistransformed. Thank you, Kremzeek. Yeah. Because look, 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 he's got the port pointing down and the port pointed up. Did he? And and the head's turned around the wrong way. He's still, he's looking at the ground. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we call we call that the bumblebee mode now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the forearms anyway, are meant to be tabbed into the doors, aren't they? Yeah. I'm, a, I'm, mm. I'm honestly not sure. I think they are. Yeah. No, they are. It's yeah. just the, the shoulders are flipped yeah. around or something. Anyway. Anyway, enough criticism of uh, transformation of people who people who don't watch the show. Um, let's let's move on. This is this is one of the gen selects. The other one is slight. I'm going to say slightly more exciting. Um, in fact, it's not a gen select. Sorry, we're going we're going to talk about a gen select in a minute, but we're going to talk about the other Netflix figure uh, that's popped up in the last week or so. First, uh, which is a, what is purported to be the Netflix version of Cheetor. Now. Mm. Yeah, Netflix. The Netflix line tends to have a, a predilection with shiny paint jobs, and there's enough differences here where we can see that we can see that while Cheetor's spots are uniformly applied across both of these figures, well, the Cheetor never changed its spots. Neither do leopards, apparently. Um, <laughs> but you can see you can see the eyes are the eyes are a different color. The 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 metal the uh, the the metallic inner inner robots it's a much much darker darker gray and it's shinier mm. and um and, and yeah his the the paint the paint looks a little bit nicer it's a little shinier um and the metal is, is shinier as well which is what makes me think it's a netflix um it's a netflix figure because netflix likes their shiny paint jobs but uh, yeah it's it's a it's a little bit um it's a little bit upsetting i think for people to see uh you know a, a a repaint of a figure that they've just gone out to the store to acquire now come out as probably something that's that much better that and they probably wish that they'd waited for it um have you guys uh, bradley you've picked up all the kingdom figures so far have you have you got any thoughts on this this cheetor versus the netflix one um the only thing i don't like about the cheetor as a whole uh, toy is the fact it doesn't come with a gut gun, which is um, what he had as a weapon in the show and as his um, original toy. And also the fact that the beast mode eyes are just downright terrifying because there's no pupil or anything in there. 
But this, uh, whatever it is, it, it does look like, you know, as we said before, a direct rip from the uh, cartoon. So it looks pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I would agree. I would have liked to have known this was coming before I nabbed this one. But at the same time, this one is prone to breaking and mine has broken, but it's probably the same as that one as well. But it looks good. What part good. of it breaks? The, in robot mode, the beast mode head is sort of secured in twice in different areas with different tabs. And when you pull it out, it's very easy to rip one of those tabs out. Yeah, there were pictures actually um, online a couple of days ago that showed the back of the head where those tabs are basically being broken off uh, because apparently the plastic was quite thin on the back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's quite disappointing. Yeah, that's what's that, uh, that, look at some point. At some point, we're going to have to have a bit of a sit down and talk about the quality control issues that have uh, popped up across yes. the entire War for Cybertron line. <laughs> that night will not be tonight. It might be. Uh, it might be coming up in the next couple of weeks or so. We'll see how we go. Um, Jace, you, you yeah. know how you talked about how you you buy one version and then you're disappointed because there's a a different version that comes along that's only slightly different. That's exactly um, what happened with me and Earthrise Optimus Prime. When, they, when I bought that, I, I spent, you know, whatever the amount was. But then I remember literally two weeks later finding the Netflix Optimus Prime on the shelf with that darker colouring that's similar to what's happened with Cheetor on here, where it, the, the paint job on the, on the Netflix Prime just looks so much better than the Earthrise version to me. It depends what it depends what you're looking for in the um in the paint job. I think like the yeah. the Earthrise and the the Earthrise and the Netflix uh, Optimus, they both serve. They both serve different uh, different purposes. I think I've I've got the I happen to have the Earthrise Optimus in front of me here. Like I I I love the colours on him, um, mm-hmm. and I love the I love the the bright blue in the chest mm. windows. It just something about it just feels like a like the cartoon to me. Or maybe yeah. maybe it's more the comics than the cartoon. But um, I, I also I also think the uh, the sort of the colour job the the colour the paint job done on the Netflix one also has its place in people's collections as well. It's, it, I think it, it depends which media you're exposed to growing up, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about let's talk about another Gen Select figure that um, I'm personally more excited about, and I think a lot of us should be excited about because we just paid this mold a massive compliment, saying it's you know one of the one of the best molds are out there, and. Um, Gigawatt is uh, based on based on this Siege Sideswipe mold, so it's nice to see another homage to older Transformers uh, making their way into the Gen Select line. We are talking about Generation Select's Deep Cover. Now, this is a black, blue, and white repaint of the Siege Sideswipe mold. Um, he's he looks ex- he looks extremely cool, extremely impressive. We've seen the figure leak a lot over the last month, but it finally went official this week. And along with going official, stock is already out there in retail channels and it's ready to ship. So uh, a lot of retailers in the US have got their stock. Uh, A lot of the retailers in Asia have got their stock. So if you've pre-ordered this guy from uh, anywhere around around Asia or Hong Kong, uh, Singapore or Hong Kong, um, he's probably ready to wing his way to you. I know I've got some some on order for the the TCCA club members. Um, He looks fantastic. I really like the paint job on him. I like I like all the the, uh, the applications. There's a there's a sort of a Lamborghini esque logo uh, on him, but it's not it's not really an official alt mode or anything. But uh, good lord, we know we know how good the uh, the siege the siege sideswipe alt mode is. So um, yeah, I'm 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 really looking forward to uh, getting my hands on him. How 
how are you guys uh how are you guys thinking about deep cover is he a, is he a figure that is one that you guys want to pick up uh maybe <laughs> um i'll just put was it g2 sideswipe the repaint of that mold into the storage um i was interested in this but then again at the same time i haven't really done my research on deep cover um but i am for some reason i think this guy's just going to be like in an abundance because he's sort of he was leaked and then in what the same day same week it was officially announced and released uh it's, pro it's probably been about two to three weeks between it he turned up at um he turned up for sale on a a, a, a website a toy shop the in, place vegas, in vegas called, wasn't it yeah. yeah called rogue toys and mm. someone did purchase him from there and then did a little bit of a little bit of a photo shoot from him that turned up on twitter and i think we reported on that a week or two ago um i was discussing I was discussing over the course of the week with some retailers when exactly this guy was going to get released. And one US retailer actually said to me, I've got stock of deep cover now, but I'm not allowed to actually list it for sale because there's a there's an embargo from Hasbro. And I said, well, when does the embargo drop? And he said, I think it's February 2. Sure enough, February 2, up comes this on uh, Hasbro Pulse. There's an Instagram post from the Transformers or the, or the Hasbro Pulse account detailing all the all the info about the figure. And uh, there you go, he's, he's out in the world and he's available. Can a, I drop a theory? Oh, sorry, brother. Yeah. No, just gonna, is that a new gun that he comes with? I don't. I don't, I don't think so. I think that might be one of the guns that comes with one of the alternate versions of this mold. So they don't. They don't always have the the missile launcher. And I actually wonder if this guy's getting both the um both the missile launcher and the gun. Mm. So this this figure actually hails from the e hobby releases back in the early two thousands. And uh, this is the first time that there's been a deep cover figure released in the West. Now, interestingly, in the Hasbro Pulse description here, it actually says this special edition deep cover figure is one of two different versions that will be our first US releases of this character. Yes. Now, I have a hypothesis about this that I wanted to share with you guys. Go for it. Right. So last year, there was a one of the many rumors and leaks about you know upcoming figure releases. And one of them was a Netflix deep cover figure. I don't know if you guys recall that at all. It was meant to be like a, at Walmart. And uh, when I read that, I went, oh, it's interesting, Walmart. Okay, that's fine. But who is deep cover? So I did some research on that back then. And then I think what they're doing here is that they maybe do have, similar to the Cheetor release, they probably do have a deep cover Netflix version that's sitting in the back just waiting in the wings. And they've decided to sort of milk the value of the Siege Sideswipe mold just one more time because Tiger Track wasn't enough. Uh, uh, but then I, I love think my Tiger they're going to do it. How dare you? He's great. He's awesome. Yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not disparaging him at all. <laughs> <laughs> but there's, um, for me, I think there's a Netflix one that's going to come. That's my theory, my hypothesis. You heard it here first, guys. Mm hmm. And also, actually, in that same rumor list, there was a linkage to um, a reference to, sorry, uh, Earth, Earthrise, or oh, sorry, Earth Mode Sideswipe. So I can see that being a second version of the Sideswipe mold that they'll milk again as well. So, uh, so that was where I thought you were going to go with your theory in the first place, um, ah. the the Earth Mode Sideswipe rumor. So I don't know. Like, I actually, actually find, I actually find. Um, so let, let, let's let's parse this sentence a little bit more, right? So this special edition deep cover figure is one of two different versions that will be our first US releases of the character, right? Mm. It doesn't say they're both going to happen this year. No. 
True. No, like yeah. like the 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 next the next deep cover release might be planned for whatever comes next year. There might there might be something there might be something else going on there. But the, let's let's assume it's going to be sometime this year. And I think I think the rumor of an Earth mode sideswipe. What would he be? Would he would he be a retool of an existing figure, or would you think he'd be his own his own new mold? I, I think I think he's probably, probably very likely siege with new legs. Maybe or with like, a spoiler. It's, it's, it's yeah, it's it's he's already so close to like a workable workable Lamborghini mode, isn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, may, maybe it would just be a slight retool of the Siege toy. Um, it could be. Know. Yeah, because I, I I remember I was looking into getting some of those non-F spare parts for Siege Sideswipe, and it's, it's essentially just two little pegs that you stick in the back of his legs, so that when he transforms into alt mode, he's got a spoiler on the back. Uh, which is missing from the Cybertronian version, <laughs> and they added some extra guns. But when they put the when you put the spoiler on the back of this mold, it actually looks very close, in my opinion, to the cartoon Sideswipe. I reckon he looks really close to he looks really close to being a an Earth Lamborghini anyway. So yeah. I still yeah. think that even with this black uh, repaint, it looks more to me like the Tumbler from the um, Batman trilogy. Movies, the Nolan Christopher Nolan Batman. Yes. The, oh, the, yeah. The, the Batmobile, you mean? Yeah. yeah. Or the yeah, the Batmobile. Yeah, called it the Tumblr. Thingy. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I feel like if you if you throw if you cast your mind back to Siege, they did say that they were sort of trying to evoke a bunch of sci-fi concepts with some of the some of the Siege figures. So, um, some of the some of the characters had sort of base modes or spaceship modes that looked like they'd sort of come out of an anime movie. So like, I, I would say that that likeness is probably not, uh, probably not unintended on Hasbro's mm-hmm. part. So, yeah. yeah. Interesting. All right. Um, now the big, the big news of course, with deep cover is that, uh, you do not have to import him from the U S uh, there's a bunch of, bunch of places in Australia that have got you sorted out. Uh, so, EB Games and Zing have him listed as a at forty five dollars with a release date of March, and uh, Robotoys has him listed at forty nine dollars, and he's due for release sometime in March as well. I think I didn't actually I didn't actually parse that off the um off the li- <laughs> off the page there, but uh, he's I I, I hazard a guess that Robotoys is probably going to get the figure out a little bit faster than EB because. Um, these figures are already shipping around the world, mm. so I don't know if EB reckons it's going to be March. That's another month and a half until it gets there. So we'll see how we go. It's not statue news, much to <laughs> much to some of our dismay, but it's close, right? So what we're looking at is a bunch of new PVC figures from Super Seven, and they are called the the Ultimates range. Now Super Seven make the uh, reaction figures. Which are sort of, I think they're four to four to five inch uh, renditions of figures that are they evoke they evoke the cartoon appearance of a bunch of classic characters. So uh, they've announced a new seven inch scale. So these figures are slightly larger, still with sort of the similar cartoon like designs, and they come with a lot. Of, they come with a lot of accessories. So the big news here is. Um, the choices the choices for these characters are quite interesting. You've got Optimus Prime. You've got a Ghost Starscream. Who who said they wanted a Ghost Starscream earlier? <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Uh, there yeah. is there's uh, there's an Insecticon. Uh, there's a Bombshell, 
And yep. for, for, for those of you who remember his memorable contributions to the G1 cartoon, there's Banzai Tron. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Mm, that's... These guys don't quite follow their cartoon appearance in in all ways. Uh, I think no. Prime and Starscream look most like their cartoon appearance. But Bombshell looks notably different. Um, Bombshell looks a bit like Mind Wipe for some reason yeah, with the shoulder. I was, was going to say that. He sort, of, he sort of looks a little bit like Mind Wipe. Um, Banzai Tron almost looks a little bit like um, the uh, Mastermind Creations Calidus with sort of the, the, the sticking out rolled, uh, sticking out rounded off uh, chest design. Um, yeah. So the big thing with these guys is that they pack a lot of accessories in with them. And I'm going to scroll down until I find the photos of them. And here we go. So... So there's a there's a bunch of accessories. He's we're looking at we're looking at Banzaitron there. So he's got a gun. He's got a couple of different hands, and he's got this sort of sort of it looks like a bit of a backpack um, that can hold a bunch of things on him as well. Uh, so there's all the accessories there, and there's there's the the, the rear view and the front view of him, um, and that's how these guys ship in the box. So mm. they so they um. I, think, I feel like there's a little bit of branding missing from that box, perhaps. But um, <laughs> yeah, it does look a bit plain, <laughs> doesn't it? It looks it looks slightly sparse. Um, it's a bit homemade that one. <laughs> may, maybe, yeah, it's the prototype. Did you so, so there's yes. so that's the um that's how Banzaitron ships. Um, let's let's just Starscream come. You got to take a look at the Prime ones because yeah, they're hilarious. So, so let's go for the Prime one first. Right? Yeah, so, yeah. So Prime comes with uh, a Prime, so Prime. So let's let 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 let's let's just let's just stop for a second. These guys are fifty five dollars, and that's so these are fifty five US dollars, right? For a seven inch PVC figure, that's quite expensive. That's that's Super Seven's sort of price point shenanigans going on there. But when you look at the, it's, you know, they say, oh look, but look at all of the accessories that come with them. So Prime's got four different alternate hands. He's got the uh, he's got the axe. Uh, he's got uh, he's got this is actually really cool. He's got a toy. A toy-inspired head rather than the cartoon-inspired. I think that's a good that's a good step. Um, he's got a, a very very sort of delicately modelled matrix. He's got what something what looks like an energy net. Uh, he's got the jetpack, yeah. basketball, a spike or spark plug for you, and a surfboard. Just because you want to recreate that one episode where he surfed. Mm. Now, let's let's go from Prime. Let's go from Prime with all of those accessories, and let's go to Starscream. Oh God. Starscream comes with uh, Starscream comes with let's let's <laughs> let's be nice here. So he comes he comes with an alternate face with a sort of a sneer on it, uh, but he also comes also comes with a toy inspired head. That I think is really cool. Um, mm. Except the toy the toy color the toy design head won't at all won't match in any way the uh, the cartoon design. And he comes with a few hands. So Prime really gets the Prime really gets the uh, the the massive share. Of the accessories in this lot, but they're still going to charge you fifty-five dollars for all of these. I mean, maybe maybe it's because Starscream is a vampire and he now sparkles. Do, do you know what this looks like? This looks like they've tried to cater the Transformers brand towards the female audience, and they've said, you know what, we're going to release a new, really cool, glittery style Starscream. You girls are going to love it. So the only hand thing they're missing is just a middle finger to all the Transformers fans for Starscream. Oh. This looks bad. This looks very mm. bad, guys. Oh my! Oh my God! Yeah. Oh my God! Ponies. I think is what <laughs> you're saying. Yes. It looks like it's just covered in glitter. It's very so, odd. Um, so let's quickly take a look at um, 
bombshells accessory. So he comes with uh, comes with a gun, a couple of hands, a bit of a backpack, and uh, another gun. Uh, it looks like so. There's so the accessories are sort of spread around here. There's different like so people are into different things, right? A bunch of people, a bunch of people. I don't think it. anyone's going to be into this. No, no. that's not. It, so it's not true, right? Like there's been a lot of noise made about this line um, coming out on <laughs> amongst amongst people that I follow on Twitter this week, and. Honestly, I don't know why. I'm not. I'm not into them at all, especially at the fifty-five US dollar price point. But there's definitely people who are into these, and they do. Um, in, in fact, looking at the looking at the text of the story, I do actually see that while we might we might dump on the design of this bombshell, he is actually based on Bombshell's Action Master, not his cartoon oh, yeah. appearance. Ah, yeah. Okay. Mm. I'm Damn. pretty sure a lot of these are based on their action master appearance. It doesn't take much of a leap. <laughs> probably, probably, you're probably right. In fact, you can definitely, you can, you can actually definitely see that with Prime uh, and Bonsartron. So, Jace, will you be I, dropping I, the 55 I, US dollars on this? I will not. Um, so, I'm not at all familiar with with uh, Bonsartron, and I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna put this comment in from the uh, the Facebook stream. Uh, who or what is Bonsartron? <laughs> <laughs> Bansartron is a Decepticon. I think he's a ninja or just a psycho. Says he says he is an entrepreneurial martial artist, Uh, being a master of master of crystallocution. Bansartron can dismantle an opponent in. I have to. I need to wait for the page to load because I was reading from the Google summary. But um, (laughs) yeah, in seconds. There we go. There we go. I, that's I, I, I certainly didn't see that coming. Did you guys? No, no. Wasn't Bonzo trying the new character on Cobra Kai? No, <laughs> certainly, certainly could be. Certainly could be. I think he might. I think he might be the one. I think he might be the uh, the drill sergeant who was uh, nasty to John Kreese. We'll find that's out. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, okay, so we're gonna we're gonna move past this. Uh, we've got about ten minutes left on the show. Do we have any acquisitions to talk about? That is, that is it for the news this week. Um, I'm gonna take. I'm can gonna we take can we give a brief mention, out. Jace, to the Chaos Bringer stuff, or is that uh, is that too late? Uh, we we'll give a we'll give it a brief mention. Um, I, I think I do have like some stuff up here, but um, so Hasbro's put out a video. We're not gonna play the video because we'll get taken down for copyright infringement. Um, they put out a video detailing a lot about uh, the construction of Unicron and showing some of the pieces being uh, painted and assembled in the factory. Um, suggest you go and find it. We'll, we'll link to it in the show notes. Um, it's it's a pretty interesting look at how Transformers are actually made. There's a bunch of uh, there's a bunch of a bunch of hand assembly that's going on for Unicron, um, and there's and you know there's a lot of machine assembly that goes on as well. And it turns out the people who best know how to transform him are the people who uh, people who are making him on the assembly line and um, and packing him into a box because they make him in robot mode and then they have to transform him to ship. After watching that video and seeing how hands-on the people in the factory get with uh, the Unicron and the toys themselves, never have I ever wanted to work in a factory more and get paid 10 cents an hour and no toilet breaks because the opportunity to play with those toys all freaking day would be amazing. So uh, so I thought <laughs> so where I thought you were going to go with that was um looking at it and just going I've never ever wanted to wipe my transformers down for covid more. <laughs> 
Yeah, those poor factory workers, they were wearing masks, weren't they? Face masks, they were sort of they're... doing it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, they're, they're all they're all PPE'd up, and, like, you can see that they're wearing gloves and stuff in these photos. Yeah. Because um, they have to be, like, uh, except for this person. But they have to be, right? Um, we don't see the photos, Jason. Oh, no, you're right, because um, I, I turned the screen share off, didn't I? There's a big machine. Um, as part of Unicron's Evil Rings, there's a CGI version of Unicron that they stole from the Netflix show. Uh, there's, a, there's a bunch of stuff going on. Like, I, I suggest you look at the video. Um, it doesn't... It doesn't really tell you that much, but it's still cool to look at. There's like there's a bunch of Unicron heads, a bunch of Unicron faces, some touching up, some paint jobs, and a lot of stuff going on. So um, I'm just conscious of time. I want it really, really, really want to get us finished in the next few minutes, guys. Yeah. So I'm going to kick the news stream out. I don't think we have that many acquisitions to go on with. We're done with news. Um, Tony, do you have anything new? The only thing I got this week was the um, uh, Combiner Wars Devastator which I'm really happy yeah. about. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. And it was, um, thank you to Amazon because it was a fairly priced sort of $219, I think it was. And I think, Jace, you rang the alarm on that one uh, through the he, so TCCA he, Facebook page. He, he's the reissue. Um, there's been a re- we've known that there's a reissue coming for a while. Yes, um, yes. Yeah. And I'm really happy with him, actually. The, um, the, the funny thing was, so I've got, you know, Hook and, and Mixmaster on the screen here, but uh, what I was surprised by, and I, I didn't realize it, but these are essentially leader class figures. No, so they're, they're, they're huge. Class. Voyager, yeah. uh, well, Voyager class under the old scheme. Because yeah, that's, if I that's, tr- that's true. They're larger Voyagers right. than, than they so, would have been. Yeah, so that's right. our friend Grimlock here is a leader class, and he basically stands almost as tall, basically the same size. Sorry, he's on a shelf. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, fair yeah, enough. Basically the same size, right? So, and they, they're huge. So that's how they obviously get the size of Devastator being 45 centimeters or so. But uh, these guys are huge. And just for contrast, I'll put them next to um, Jazz. So you can see there. <laughs> Big difference, right? And in the cartoon, I don't remember the uh, when the Constructicons uh, as individuals were fighting the Autobots. I don't remember them towering over anybody. So uh, this is a little bit of a scaling issue for my collection, but um, otherwise really happy with these guys. I remember Isn't in um, season three when Magnus just smashed two of them together. He had one in each yeah. hand. That's right. I'm, try- I'm, try- I'm trying to find that image. Here we go. Wait a second. Uh, I'm gonna... Is that hook? Does he have hands? Oh. Uh, he does. Hang on, let's have a look here. No, that's just not he does. Good. I've just mistransformed him. Sorry. Uh, good call. Because I've, <laughs> I've got uh, I've got Devastator, but he's been in his combined mode since I got him in what 2016. So I don't remember what the individual ones look like. Yeah. yeah there you go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank that's you, Magnus. That's a great one. Yeah. Since right. when did scale exist? Yep. Yep. <laughs> So very happy right. with these ones. Yep. Bradley, how about how about yourself? Any acquisitions to speak of there? No, the only uh, difference is all the Kingdom toys I had in my last appearance have since been unboxed. Um, so you've, got, so really you've, got like, a, you've acquired a bunch of recycling. Yeah, pretty much. I really like Black Arachnia. She um, mm-hmm. she's really good. She these legs are very strong, so she can just sit. I don't think I can really illustrate it properly here at the moment. Oh, yeah. She can sit. She Her body isn't falling onto the ground. Um, her legs can support her weight. Uh, That's great. Same, yeah. same with uh, Beast Wars Cheetor. Uh, as I said before, the breakage is sort of common. Um, it's not a huge 
um, deal breaker, and I've got Warpath in his tank mode. I do have Beast Wars, Megatron, and Optimus Primal, but they're in their robot modes. Um, they come packaged in robot mode. I have transformed them into their beast modes, and they're very, very cool and complicated, and yeah, just a lot of fun. And yeah, I still got Cyclonus here with the um, light piping deployed. He's been sitting over me for like a week or so now with his um, light piping. Cyclonus pipe. does have very impressive light piping in his head, doesn't he? It seems to yes, it seems to does. pick up everything from everywhere. I know. Well, I've got my, my light sources up here, and Cyclonus is just over at my fingertip and the light piping is still being deployed that's just mm. really really <laughs> impressive he's just glaring also, at you. <laughs> the uh the kingdom cards jason was saying before there's four i've got three and i've got six cards but only three different ones i've got one arc two optimus and three black arachnia ah so you're missing dinobot yeah which yeah. is a shame because i really like dinobot so i, I so had the dinobot I'm, I'm, well, no, I got well, three you black guys, you, guys, you guys, you guys should talk. <laughs> um, so, I, so I believe with the cards, the the front of the card, I've got an Optimus here. The front of the card is the same on all of them, but yep. um, I believe when you when you peel off the the surface, there's multiple versions of the cards underneath. Is that right? Yes. No. Oh. Is it? For mine, there is. Because um, I've got two Optimuses and peel them back, and they're both dead Optimus in space. Um, maybe it depends my, on the character maybe my arc one is arc in space and arc in mount st helens and my black arachnia all three of them are her looking bitchy and then peel it back and the sticker is her still looking bitchy in what i think is her transmetal 2 color scheme but okay yeah that's yeah. that's transmetal 2 black arachnia i never noticed that before mm-hmm interesting no fair enough yeah. um yeah. so maybe maybe i'm wrong maybe they're not maybe there's not multiple designs under the stickers still you can take four cards when you get a couple of dinobots and you can turn them into eight so you know <laughs> yeah, well, like i said last time i'm still waiting to see if they release like a, a sticker album that would be cool yeah, it might be nice maybe one. maybe someone will make one and uh, maybe it doesn't need to be an official release maybe. hey bradley with your black arachnia did you have any yeah. qc issues with the chest falling off uh, no, um, I don't remember actually. I transformed her like when I opened her up a couple of weeks ago mm. and transformed her right away, uh, very carefully with the instructions. I don't remember anything popping off. I was more worried yeah. about the gun staying on in beast mode, but yeah, a mate of mine had had that issue, and the, apparently it's quite common. Again, going back to that point, Jace, around QC issues, <laughs> it seems like that's a problem yeah. for Black Arachnia too. I see. A, I see a lot of. Um, I see a lot of. Uh, um, ah, can't remember what I see a lot of. Apparently, yeah. no. That's right. I see. I, I see. A, I see a lot of people <laughs> posting black arachnia in spider mode on Facebook, which does nothing for my arachnophobia when I scroll past them in the list. So I was wondering, do they actually do they ship it with like a voucher for a discounted can of Raid or something? No. <laughs> Just use your boot. <laughs> yeah. Had had to had to this morning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I think that's about it. I don't have any new acquisitions uh, this week, so you got um, anything coming in? <laughs> there's constantly stuff coming in. <laughs> I know. We've still got Bradley on screen, by the way. 
That's yeah. right. I'll uh, I'll get I'll get rid of Bradley from being uh, in the solo layout there. Thank you. Um, yeah. No. Um, no. There's constantly stock coming in. Deep cover is coming in next week uh, for, for for club members. Um, yeah, but is it coming in for I, you, Jason? Yes. Yes. What, 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 what have you got coming in for you? I well de- well so. The question was asked, is there any stuff coming in for people? So, yeah, um, there's a deep cover coming. Um, yeah. Um, there's a, we, put a, we put a group order in at Robo Robo in Singapore a couple of weeks ago, so that stuff's shipping in for other people. There's a bunch of cheap Siege and uh, Galaxy... Uh, Siege and um, Earthrise figures coming out there. A bunch of them are on sale. So, yeah, it's a, all, this, uh, all this stuff that you can get access to as a club member. So um, do feel free to sign up to join the club. How do you become think- a club member, Jason? I think we, I think we might uh, I think we might, sign, might might segue into the uh, the end of the podcast and we can talk about some of that yep. I think. Yep. Let's um let's go. We are we just about one hour. I reckon Brad can cut out a bit of waffling and we might we might just get this in under forty five minutes. <laughs> forty five seconds. Uh, yeah. Anyway, everyone, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching the live stream. There's a bunch of people who've been. Uh, bunch of people who've been making comments on the live stream on Facebook. Thank you very much for participating. Uh, if you, uh, there's a lot of things that are snarky. Um, if you'd like to find out more about these stories, you can find out links to them and more in the show notes. They're posted to the uh, the the uh, they're posted along with the episode. They're posted to the Podbean site and on Facebook. Uh, you can get in touch with us. We love listener feedback. You can contact us via transformersweekly.podbean.com, or you can find all three of us individually in Transformers Collectors Club Australia, and we have a Facebook page called Australian Transformers Weekly. Funnily enough. Um, we are a production of Transformers Collectors Club Australia. We're a registered club in Victoria run by volunteers who donate their time and money to make life better for everyone. We want to we want to connect with Transformers fans around the country. We do it by engaging the collecting community. And that actually reminds me, I was meant to have a call with someone from Oz Comic Con in order to talk about an Oz Comic Con appearance this afternoon, and that didn't happen, so I'm going to have to work that out. Um... You can find out, you can find out how to join the club and get access to all of our member benefits uh, by hitting up our website at transformerscca.com, or you can message the Transformers Collectors Club Australia page on Facebook. Um, membership starts at ten dollars per year and gets you access to a lot of cool things. Um, you can you can get access to early imports of uh, of uh, group by group by figures and all, all sorts of cool stuff. Um, that is pretty much it from us um tony i don't think you have a url to share but bradley does would you like to would you like to share your share your url with the world bradley i would love to share my url with the world uh it's twitch.tv slash groovy guy gaming uh i changed it recently just to get rid of the 0069 so it's all groovy guy gaming one word i do have a facebook page at the moment it's called uh groovy guys friends and followers i am trying to get the name changed to groovy guy gaming but for some reason facebook just doesn't want to acknowledge the name change look at that look at that look oh, what there, I we do. Nice. there we go nice you're all up on screen groovy guy nice gaming. Promo. <laughs> i think i even spelled it right so there we go yeah it did <laughs> wonderful your um reading and writing is really coming in there um so yeah i'm doing sort of um i'm not on a stream schedule at the moment due to my mental health problems um but you know whenever i am on please do come in join in the fun i always like to talk about transformers and just generally like to chat so yeah 
You once had an episode where you were going to dye your beard a different color if you got 500 followers or something, weren't you? Yeah, that's why the beard's pink. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. And that's why my hair's of... green. The hair went green for 250 and the beard went pink for 500. Nice. What happens I don't know what I'm doing for what, what happens, what what happens at 750? All that be streamed on a different service? Uh, yeah, that's for my <laughs> that's for my OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, the curtains won't match the carpet on that one. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think uh, now that I've figured out how to put um, how to put banners at the bottom of the screen, I'm just going to put this one up and say, "Come join us at uh, Transformers CCA on Facebook." That join is us. Oh, <laughs> it's a great community, though, guys. Yeah. For, for, yeah, for our it, listeners, great community. I think I might take that away now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yes, uh, that's all from us. Um, three times in a row now, we've been able to truthfully say we'll be back with more Transformers news next week. So let's go with it again. Thank you for joining us, everyone. We'll be back with more Transformers news next week. Thanks very much, guys. Bye.